Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As always, I'm here to make sure that you get off to an amazing start of this week. If this is the first episode that you're listening to, then make sure you give this show a follow. That way you will get notified and new episodes will be downloaded to your device. And if you've been listening for a while and you want more, then make sure you follow us on Instagram. That's Jocelyn Liliano in one word. And I know that's challenging to spell. So maybe go to the show notes and you can click the link in there straight through my Instagram. Also, you can sign up for our mindset and performance hacks. This is an email that is delivered every week to your inbox, which is packed with tips and tricks as we deliver in this podcast, but it's in email form. So if you want to receive that as well, go to mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. And just as previously, you can just go to the show notes and click the link there, which will take you straight to the registration page to sign up for our weekly hacks. Now, if you've already signed up, but you can't really remember seeing one of those emails in a while, it could be because they're ending up in your spam folder. And in that case, what you need to do is go to your spam folder, locate one of those emails and reply to it. I have tried several different ways of getting emails from my junk folder into my actual inbox. And I found that this way is the one that works the best. You might need to do it a couple of times, but eventually those emails will start going to your inbox. So send a reply to one of those emails. Doesn't really matter what you type. You can just say, hi, my name is whatever. Doesn't really matter. What matters is that you send an email to one of those emails. And that way, hopefully going forward, they're going to end up in your inbox. Right. Beginning of the year, I'm certain that you've got some new good habits defined for yourself to ensure that this becomes a great year. Now, oftentimes we start out the new year having all those great intentions and the first week it goes fantastic. New habits, new me, and it feels fantastic. You are on top of things. Then the second week rolls around and you are maybe not as consistent as the week before. It's still going, but it feels more challenging. Third wing comes along and other things tend to come in the way. You start skipping, prioritizing other things and you're thinking, well, I'll just start over next week. Next week comes along and you think maybe it's better to start over in February. New month, new start. February comes along and by the time you got into February, you've forgotten all about those new amazing habits of yours. Now, this year, I do not want this to happen because I know the importance of habits. You create your habits and the habits create your future. And therefore, today, I'm going to give you my best tips to sticking to your new habits or habit singular for that matter, because this is my first tip for you. Only work with one habit at a time. Doing something different than before requires a lot of willpower in the beginning, but it only requires a willpower until you've made it automatic, until you've made it part of who you are and what you do on a regular basis. No, that willpower is a limited resource. It's sort of like a battery that you charge up every night when you're sleeping. Every morning you have a fully charged battery, but throughout the day it will wear down again. 
And the more challenging the task that you're executing, the more of your willpower that is going to use up. So do not push yourself to start several new habits in one go. Pick one to start with. Pick one to start with one right now. And then later on, when you've made that first one automatic and it only requires a small portion of your willpower, then you can start thinking about the next good habit that you would like to start. So take an example here. Usually in January, we tend to make ourselves all those kind of New Year's resolutions. We want to quit alcohol, start eating healthy, start going to the gym, start running, start cleaning our tack after each ride, etc., etc., etc. I think you know what I'm talking about. Now, trust me when I say it, it won't work out. It won't work out when you're trying to do all those great things at the same time. So rather than trying to do everything right, pick out one thing and only focus on that one thing for now. You can do anything, but you cannot do everything. Now, talking about which habits to pick to start with right now, make sure that it's one that is easy to stick to right now. When it comes to creating a new habit, it's essential that you make it as easy as possible to do what you want. So, for example, if you are living in the Northern Europe, it's cold, it's dark, and it's even slippery on the road. So starting the habit of going running in January is probably the absolute worst idea in the world. Likewise, if you plan on starting to clean your tack, Unless you have a heated tack room, I'm guessing that the idea of putting your hands into cold water and spending more time than necessary out in the cold won't be a very tempting one. So have a think about which of the habits that you want to start that is the easiest to execute this time of the year. This is obviously going to be different depending on where you live. So it's important that you have a think about what will be easiest for you. All right. Tip number three, make a plan. Failing to plan is planning to fail. Oftentimes we set great intentions without having a serious think about how we're going to make it work. And if your life, which I'm guessing as most of us, if your life was already packed before, just saying that you're going to start running is not going to give you an extra three hours each week. You got to make sure that you sit down and plan it out, create space for it. Because again, all of us tend to have already a really busy life. So this might mean that something else needs to go. That in order to have time to run three times a week, you'll need to have bought pre-made food for those three days so that you can use the time you would have usually spent cooking to be going out running. Know that every yes needs to be defended by a thousand no's. So in order to say yes to running, you got to tell me what you're going to say no to. What will you no longer be doing? And then also related to making a plan. Getting the things done that you want comes down to being proactive. Me and Lorna spoke about this in an episode just before Christmas. You got to make a plan for your week, for your day to make sure that it happens. Take control of your week and your day rather than allowing things to just happen to you. Define what's the most important to you and put it in your agenda. Make blocks for it. And when we're talking about making a plan, also make sure that you pick the time and day where you are going to be the most likely to actually do it. So speaking for myself, I know that once a clock strikes four in the afternoon, I know I won't be very likely to do anything productive at all. And that means that my new habit definitely needs to be before this. 
also, depending whether you are a morning person or not, too early in the morning might not be a great idea either. Also, if it's something related to working out, straight after lunch is probably not a great idea. And that also means that maybe you need to see if you can plan it before lunch. Not too late, so you'll be starving, obviously, because therefore you might be likely to skip it. But maybe you need to plan it around 11 o'clock in the morning. This is just an example, obviously, but I just want to get you the idea of really thinking about like, what does your day usually look like? When do you become hungry? When do you have a lot of energy? When are you likely to do something physical? If it is a physical habit that you want to start. So it's going to be different for everyone, but it basically comes down to two golden rules. Make a plan and make it as easy as possible for yourself to execute your habit, to take the action. All right. Tip number five. Know that creating a habit, it's all about consistency. The more times you execute this new habit, the more times you take the action, the easier it's going to be going forward. That means that when you're starting out your new habit, your goal shouldn't be to, for example, become stronger. Even if that's what you want eventually, that is not your goal when you're starting out. Your goal when you're starting out is simply to create the habit of working out. And here's the thing, if you manage to create that habit of consistently working out, becoming stronger will follow as a consequence of that. It will follow automatically, so you don't have to worry about that. So when you're sat there on the couch thinking about whether you should go and work out or not, remember that it's not about how many exercises that you do that day or how long you keep on going or how heavy the weights are. The only thing that matters is that you put your workout clothes on and start. Because simply starting means that you are staying consistent with executing your habit. If you feel like doing more, great. But know that you don't have to. What matters is doing something consistently. And being consistent also means that even if you were to miss a day, I mean, stuff happens. We, let's be realistic. It's, it's not an ideal circumstance here. Like something happens and you were to miss a day. All that really matters is that you get as many recurrences in as possible. So don't be fooled by thinking, I'll restart next week. The beginning is always today. So no matter what day in the week it is, what matters is that you do something as many days as possible. It doesn't have to be your most extreme workout, your most successful workout, when you carry the most weight. None of those things matter. What matters in the beginning is only consistency. Getting out there, doing the work, even if that means just putting your workout clothes on, even if that means just having a compliment to your lunch that is a little bit healthier than you usually would have. It means that you're taking action and you're doing something on a consistent basis to create the habit. All right, tip number six, last but certainly not least, have a strong enough why. I want to mention one of my absolute favorite sayings, and that is that if your why is strong enough, the how tends to work itself out. If your why is strong enough, the how tends to work itself out. So whatever you are doing in life, if you really want something, you'll find a way to make it happen. That means that you need to ensure your desire to succeed is strong enough. And there are different ways of creating a really strong desire for something. One of them is asking yourself, 
Why are you doing this? Why is this so important to you? Why does it matter? Ask yourself several times, go deeper and deeper and deeper. So if you have the answer, you're saying like, okay, why do I want to work out? Yeah, because I want to get fitter. Well, why do you want to get fitter? And go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until you find something that really has a deeper meaning to you. And another way of doing this could also be to awaken some kind of curiosity for what it is that you're doing and its results. So when you become truly interested in something, it's easier to stay focused on it. So to take an example here, right now I'm calling quit some coffee. And that sounds crazy. I know anyone that knows me well know how big of a deal this is for me. I have been addicted to coffee for my entire grown-up life, drinking anywhere between three to ten cups a, a day not being able to function until I've had my first cup of coffee in the morning or three cups of coffee in the morning for that matter. I love coffee. And until very recently, I couldn't even imagine my life without it. But then one day I became curious. I became curious to see how my energy levels would look if I were to not drink coffee. I became curious to see if I would feel less stressed, if I would sleep better at night. And all of a sudden, it was easy for me to quit coffee. I found a strong enough why to quit. And I had developed a curiosity and interest to seeing how my body would function differently without it. So every time I would now feel tempted to have a cup of coffee, I simply think about that unless I continue this for an extended period of time, I won't be able to see the results and immediately my curiosity takes over. My desire to find out is strong enough to skip that cup of coffee that day too. So create a strong enough why. If that means curiosity for something, if that means that something has a deeper meaning to you, whatever it is that really catches your interests and will help stay focused and motivated. Right, what I took you through today were a couple of tips as to how you can stick to new habits. The power of sticking to habits is immense because here's the thing, you define your habits and your habits define your future. So if you want a great future, you better make sure you got great habits. And the tips I shared with you today to ensure you successfully creating those great habits of yours are first of all, only work with one habit at a time. Second of all, Pick one that is easy to stick to right now. Depending on where you are in the world, if it's winter, going out running probably isn't the greatest idea. Number three, make a plan. Be proactive. Make a plan for your day, week. How are you going to fit this in? Maybe you need to skip something else in order to make this a priority, in order to create time for this new habit of yours. Pick a time of day that feels easiest for you. So it's all about making this as easy as possible for yourself. So look at your energy levels. Look what it is that you're wanting to do. When in the day does it feel the easiest for you to execute this habit? Number five, be consistent. It's not about how powerful of a workout that you do, how long it is for. What matters is that you are consistent, that you do something small every single day. And number six, have a strong enough why. Find a way to become interested in this, awaken that deeper meaning for you that is going to create a strong enough drive and desire to keep on going also when it feels challenging. If you want more, then make sure you sign up for our weekly mindset and performance hacks. It's mindic.eu slash weekly hacks. What you need to do to sign up is go to show notes, click the link in there, and you will receive those emails on a weekly basis 
packed with tips as the ones that we talk about in this podcast. And if you enjoy this episode and you want to support us, then make sure you share this episode with a friend of yours. Just take a print screen, send it to them. You can share it on social media. And also you can give this podcast a rating and a review either in Spotify or in Apple Podcast. And as always, I'm going to finish this episode with challenging you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your writing. See you on the next Magical Monday.